Hello and welcome to the Lazy Book Club podcast, the book club for those who don't want to read or leave the house. My name is Matt Gonzalez. I'm, I'm David, David Cox. Cox. And I'm Josh Matt. I'm sorry, <laughs> so thrown off. So thrown off. But because he said, David said, <laughs> before we started, he's like, I'm going to do something funny with me intro. Yeah. <laughs> so this week we are looking at chapters 25 and 26 of Pinocchio. That's right, yeah. Last week we kind of left on a bit of a cliffhanger actually because after us for weeks and weeks complaining about the fact that Pinocchio's never once mentioned wanting to be a real boy, he's finally mentioned wanting to be a real boy. I don't know why though. No, like, I not, don't know it's why. It's not like he's oh he he was at school and he couldn't quite do that. And he got bullied. It's just, it's just come out of nowhere. Yeah. He didn't get bullied. He hasn't like had any kind of shortcomings. He hasn't been discriminated against for being a wooden boy. He, he would have he'd be having exactly the same experiences if he was real. Mm-hmm. In fact, I've got no idea why he's made out of wood. Yeah, it doesn't seem to serve any function, does it? No. And in fact, no. in fact, the only positive experiences he seems to have had have been when the puppets were like adoring him, mm. which were like fellow puppets yeah. and they were adoring him because he was a fellow puppet. So it seems like the only positive interactions he's had with genuinely sort of nice characters has been yeah. you because, know, because of that, not in mm. spite of that. Yeah. I wish he had strings and that was the most annoying thing. It just kept on getting caught in doors <laughs> or stuff. <laughs> yeah. He's just constantly having to detangle himself. <laughs> It's like, oh. <laughs> His life is me taking my headphones out of my pocket. Yes. yes. Oh, that would be hell. Yeah. Could you imagine? So last week he entered the city of... Oh, actually, so we should go right the way to the start. So he got dropped off by a pigeon yep. on the yep. beach, swam out to sea in search of Geppetto. So yeah, found an island or something. Ended up, Yeah, ended up on the island of Busy Bees. And he kept saying, oh, no, I don't want to be a beggar. Begging's just for old people. He wasn't people viable, that, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah don't, don't forget about the dolphin fish bit. Oh, yes, fish, there was. That's what yes. it said. Yes, there was. That he bit. was asked to retrain by the Chancellor of the Exchequer. Because <laughs> 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 being a wooden puppet wasn't viable. Yeah, there was no entertainment industry <laughs> in Busy Beeville. Yeah. It was all manual labour, lots of heavy carrying, apparently. A, a blue collar paradise. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So an old lady ended up offering him some food if he carried her buckets or something or jug. Do you want that old, was it. Was she? Oh no, because we laughed about her massive no, jug. Yeah, that was it. So it wasn't an old woman. It was just a, a woman with big jugs needing help big carrying jugs. them. That's it. <laughs> and uh, we finished with the cliffhanger that she's actually the blue fairy, which was very annoying because it means we yet again cast an accent wrong because we've yeah. had a recurring character who we didn't know was a recurring character until a chapter in. Yeah, are we are we going back to Marge? Now that the ruse is over and we know who she is, yeah, let's go back to the the normal voice because she doesn't have to pretend anymore. Yeah, that that fixes it. Shall I, shall I read the book now? Yes. Yeah, that thing. That thing that I do sometimes. Chapter 25. If Pinocchio cried much longer, the little woman thought he would melt away. So she finally admitted that she was the little fairy with azure hair. You rascal of a marionette. How did you know it was I? She asked, laughing. My love for you told me who you were. (laughs) Just be like, because you got blue hair. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. (laughs) Or that. Do you remember? You left me when I was a little girl. And now you find me a grown woman. 
I am so old, I could almost be your mother. She's only four months older. Yeah, she's aged quick. Mm, the fairy's not lived very long. I am very glad of that, for then I can call you mother instead of sister. For a long time, I have wanted a mother, just like other boys. But how did you grow so quickly? That's a secret. Tell it to me. I also want to grow a little. Look at me. I have never grown higher than a penny's worth of cheese. What? <laughs> Why? That's a great unit of measurement. A penny's worth of cheese. That's not much now, is it? That's like that's like a slither. Yeah. yeah. It's not even one of those Marks and Spencer's like miniature ones. You get. It's a very child way of doing units of measurement. You know, when you ask kids like, oh, you know, how big is it? And they're like, oh, it's four horses big. Or... Yeah, but to be fair, they used to use hands to measure horses. It's true. They <laughs> did. And then, no one went, yeah, but... Your hand might be bigger. Mrs. Mildred's got tiny hands. And Alan, (laughs) six foot seven, has got huge hands. Yeah. Plates of hands. You know, otherwise Alan's just going to have to be the voice of reason and go around all of the farms. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a hand, Alan. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine if that was your official title, just hand measurer? That's probably where the phrase handyman came from. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, he's he's just a handyman. He and you get caught red-handed, him. you're unofficially measuring a horse. It's like, you do you have a license? No, I caught you red-handed. <laughs> but you can't grow, answered the fairy. Why not? Because marionettes never grow. They are born marionettes, and they live marionettes, and they die marionettes. Oh, I'm tired of always being a marionette cried Pinocchio disgustedly. It's about time for me to grow into a man, as everyone else does. And you will if you deserve it. Really? What can I do to deserve it? It's a very simple matter. Try to act like a well-behaved child. Don't you think I do? No. Far from <laughs> it. <laughs> At least you called him out on it. Far from it. <laughs> You're a little wretch. Yeah. If that's you trying, you really need to try harder. Good boys are obedient, and you, on the contrary. And I never obey. Good boys love study and work, but you... And I, on the contrary, am a lazy fellow and a tramp all year (laughs) round. (laughs) That's right, you lazy tramp. (laughs) Good boys always tell the truth. And I always tell lies. Good boys go <laughs> gladly to school. And I get sick if I go to school. From now on, I'll be different. Do you promise? I promise. I want to become a good boy and be a comfort to my father. Where is my poor father now? I do not know. Will I ever be lucky enough to find him and embrace him once more? I think so. Indeed, I am sure of it. At this answer, Pinocchio's happiness was very great. He grasped the fairy's hands and kissed them so hard that it looked as if he had lost his head. (laughs) Then, lifting his face, he looked at her lovingly and asked, Tell me, mother. It isn't true that you are dead, is it? It doesn't seem so. 
answered the fairy, smiling. She's talking about him lying. She seems to lie about her own death a lot. This is the second well, time. Yeah, it's, it's not really... It's not been given any explanation. No. I have no idea what this whole undead fairy... Maybe she's thing. just a goth. She's just uber yeah, goth. Maybe. If you only knew how I suffered and how I wept when I read Here Lies... I know it, and for that I have forgiven you. The depth of your sorrow made me see that you have a kind heart. There is always hope for boys with hearts such as yours, though you may often be very mischievous. This is the reason why I have come so far to look for you. From now on, I'll be your own little mother. Oh, how lovely! cried Pinocchio, jumping with joy. You will obey me always and do as I wish? Gladly, very gladly, more than gladly. Beginning tomorrow, said the fairy, you'll go to school every day. Pinocchio's face fell a little. (laughs) Do some work. Already the wheels are coming off. Then you will choose a trade that you like best. Pinocchio became more serious. What are you mumbling to yourself? asked the fairy. I was just saying, whined the marionette in a whisper, that it seems too late for me to go to school now. No, indeed. Remember, it is never too late to learn. But I don't want either trade or profession. Why? Because work wearies me. My dear boy, said the fairy, people who speak as you do usually end their days either in a prison or in a hospital. (laughs) A man, remember, whether rich or poor, should do something in this world. No one can find happiness without work. Woe betide the lazy fellow. Laziness is a serious illness, and one must cure it immediately. Yes, even from early childhood. If not, it will kill you in the end. This is quite damning on our humble podcast, isn't mm. it? Really? Why? Because uh, apparently we're laziness. Because lazy. <laughs> <laughs> you relish. I really feel like the the author is speaking to me directly, and I yeah. feel very, very judged. Tapped. If I'm not going to lie to you. So the blue fairy is a bit of a Tory, isn't she? Is that why she's blue? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it's just like Theresa May with blue hair. Yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> Please, someone do that fan art. So, <laughs> oh, I want that more than anything. Give Teresa a blue ring. I'll give you a or tenner. Put Marge, Marge's hair on top. But with like a Teresa May like skirt suit, but with blue hair. And, and the wings. leopard print pumps, the kitten but, and, heels. And, and, the, and the wings are made out of tax returns. <laughs> <laughs> These words touched Pinocchio's heart. He lifted his eyes to his fairy and said seriously, I'll work. I'll study. I'll do all you tell me. After all, the life of a marionette has grown very tiresome to me, and I want to become a boy, no matter how hard it is. You promise that, do you not? Yes, I promise. And now, it is up to you. End of chapter. So, the logic of Pinocchio. He's jealous of the Blue Fairy because she's grown up and he hasn't. He wants to grow up. But in order to grow up, he has to become a real boy. Correct. 
And by to become a real boy, he has to basically take on all the responsibilities and be obedient and go to school and learn a trade. And I don't know if this is a good payoff. I don't understand. Well, it'd be like Peter Pan. Yeah, it's very much like Peter Pan. See, he definitely went the other way. He was like, I don't want to grow up and be a man because I don't want a beard and I don't want a job and I, I want to play games all day. It's essentially the life that Pinocchio has right now. And I don't understand how just being jealous of somebody else growing up has given him enough impetus and motivation to try and get that himself. Well, I think, I think for what, what I'm taking away from this, it's because he's realising that like being young equals being naive, which equals making a lot of mistakes. And I think he's realised that all of his mistakes have just led him to be quite miserable for quite a lot of the time. Mm. And so maybe he's thinking, I need to grow up because grown-up people don't make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> this well, is his lie. logic. Grown-up people <laughs> know like, what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, like, nope. <laughs> once I grow up, once I'm old, then I won't be making all these stupid mistakes. I'll stop lying and I'll stop doing this and I'll be, you know, well put together and therefore happy. Did, did you guys rationale. think as a child that you'd have your life together more at this age yes. you currently are? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's absolutely. quite funny. Well, I, isn't I it? think no, I think you thought you'd have the brain or the the like the conscious of an adult, not just like you're the same. Yeah, but just in a bigger head yeah, your body. I, <laughs> I thought, and I also I think my concept of ages as well. I was like the concept of a a twenty eight year old was very very old to me when I was very mm. little, and there was me thinking. Oh no, by the time you get to sort of 22, 23, you've kind of done all of the stuff. Yeah, you've your, your, your goalpost of like, oh yeah, then you start going. Like. Yeah. Yeah, you, but by 22, 23, you've got the house, you've got the kids, you've got this, you've got that. Everything's pretty much sorted, isn't it? No. You have really, really weird expectations. I had very weird expectations. And now, as you say, I've realised I just um, have to sort of pluck my nose hair and go to the toilet more often. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Pinocchio, that's all Pinocchio wants. Yeah. I just want yeah. to poo more than twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> Get up in the night. It's the grey hairs I don't like. I'm getting a little salt and pepper around the, the temples and yeah. Uh, I'm not quite there. I think I've only found one. Today, Unfortunately, my so. dad went grey very early and I've kind of gotten that for him. But it could have been worse. I could have gotten the baldness. So literally silver linings. Exactly. I'd definitely rather be a silver fox. I'm, I'm hoping to go George Clooney, but I have a feeling I'm going to end up looking like Alistair Darling with like white hair and black eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to that already. Actually. Oh, yeah. So do we reckon that Pinocchio is actually going to be able to turn over this new leaf and actually grow up and fulfill the dream? Bloody well, I hope not. I hope it's like dreadful happens to it. Yeah, same. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, I won't, I won't try because obviously our predictions are kind of tied into the mini blurb game, aren't they? So. Yeah. In the offing. Yeah, absolutely. But knowing the Disney film and knowing the mayhem that that ended up with donkeys and whales and all the rest of it, like... You can tell there's just going to be another T-bone blindside moment. A serpent or something is going to come out of somewhere. Yeah. So I suppose now's a good time for us to kind of start looking at prediction territory, right? Yeah. Here it is. Mini blub. Mini blub. Mini blub. What is happening? What is happening? Mini blub. 
uh, sorry, just before you mm-hmm. dive in, I was listening on the bus the other day to catch up, you know. And I realised just how much depth and richness there is in that jingle. There's so <laughs> many. Just, just love. There's like seven tracks. So many layers. I freaking love it. So anyway, what, what, what is happening? Pinocchio finally heads to school and is bullied by everybody because of his big, massive nose and his dough hat. So he runs away and joins the circus. Good grief. Pinocchio gets turned into a side table by <laughs> some of the very clever carpenters mm. that work so hard. And he learns a valuable lesson about work. Well, I, I feel like you're drifting further away from the mark. There have been times where I feel like you've been, you know, like protesting, sort of just... drifting, <laughs> drifting towards. It's really but hard I, when you I feel have... the chapter before doesn't really give you any impetus, like when it ends yeah. without there really being a motivation at the end of it. Yeah. Very true. There, there was nothing really to go on. No, because he could still just be in the house with the blue fairy. Yeah, he could. He could like. He could not. His balls drop uh, or something. <laughs> His acorns. Two, and, they're, and they're both on individual strings. And it happens like a sort of <laughs> 1960s children's TV show puppet thing. They're just clacking. <laughs> Conkers. Percussion. <laughs> even, with, even with a second guess, though I wish that were true, you're still so far oh, away from the mark. Just put us out of just, just give us zero I'm have to give you both. On. I'll give you one two hundredth of a point, just as okay. something. Every little give helps. zero. <laughs> and then, uh, no, I refuse. And then I will tell you that 26's mini blurb is Pinocchio goes to the seashore with his friends to see the terrible shark. Yeah! <laughs> something bad. <laughs> Do you know what? That's so much better than anything we came up with. I'm in. I know. I'm all in. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, just jump in. I want to meet this shark. Are we going to make it Bruce? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Chapter 26. In the morning, bright and early, Pinocchio started for school. Imagine what the boys said when they saw a marionette enter the classroom. They laughed until they cried. Well, if that had been in the mini blurb, you would have got more points, Matt, you see? Mm. See, that's him getting bullied. Everyone played tricks on him. One pulled off his hat. Oh, I mentioned the dough hat. You did. You would have been doing really well. Oh, the mini blurbs just Livid. stitched you up. Didn't Livid. It? It screwed you over. <laughs> Another tugged at his coat. A third tried to paint a moustache under his nose. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd have done. One even attempted to tie strings to his feet and his hands yeah. and make him dance. <laughs> Kids are mean. Horrible. They're so mean. Children are horrible. They are. They really are. I can vouch for that. For a while, Pinocchio was very calm and quiet. Finally, however, he lost all patience and turning to his tormentors, he said to them threateningly, Careful, boys. I haven't come here to be made fun of. I respect (laughs) you and I want you to respect me. I don't know why careful, boys, was so funny. (laughs) Careful, boys. Because Josh said it with his like eyes wide open like a psychopath. <laughs> Careful, boys. Hello, boys. <laughs> I was like, I imagine it's like, 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 no, like some... Dun, 
Dun, Dominatrix. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, boys. <laughs> a, a long cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's at this point that, now I'm just looking ahead ever so slightly. So the, initially, all the boys respond together. And then later on, we sort of get one boy and then another boy. So what are we going to do there? Can they all have really, uh, can they do like that sort of sing song thing where they go, nah, 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 yeah. nah. So I am going to the pub. Everything's just like that, but it's really yeah. twangy. But a sort of a really annoying British version, yeah. which is quite nice. We want to warm you up again. You've spoken like a printed book. What? <laughs> what? I've no These idea. These guys need to work on their insults. Yeah, they really do. Mm. You've got a wooden book. Surely there's so much material there. Yeah. Howled the boys, bursting with laughter. One of them, more impudent than the rest, put out his hand to pull the marionette's nose. You were pretty spot on with this guess, Matt. If only it had been in the thing. You watched, you would have you got watched like, the shark. You'd have got seven-eighths of a point. Is at the circus. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. Juggling. Juggling. With its flippers. <laughs> but he was not quick enough. For Pinocchio stretched his leg under the table and kicked him hard on the shin. Oh, what hard feet! cried the boy, rubbing the spot where the marionette had kicked him. And what elbows! They are even harder than the feet! shouted another one, who, because of some other trick, had received a blow in the stomach. At least Pinocchio's fighting back. He's like, Little do you know, I've been shivved like yeah. 50 times. Yeah. I survived a hanging, bruv. I've been, I've been <laughs> in prison for four months. Yeah, yeah isn't it? He is actually like a hardened criminal by this point. Yeah. With that kick and that blow, Pinocchio gained everyone's favour. Everyone admired him, danced attendance upon him, petted and caressed him. Uh, it's going, it's going that, on a dangerous that word again. again. Yep. As the days passed into weeks... Even the teacher praised him, for he saw him attentive, hard-working, and wide awake, always the first to come in the morning and the last to leave when school was over. Oh, he has turned over a new leaf. Very surprising. I mean, I wouldn't hold out much hope, I'm sure. He says he's done it for weeks. The sweeter it will be when he falls to the ground. Mm. It's great. It's just like, oh, I'm finally getting there. No. Cast this boy down. It's just him climbing higher to fall further, isn't it? Yeah, and it's yep. just going to be lovely when it does. Mm. Pinocchio's only fault was that he had too many friends. Uh. <laughs> uh. Uh. Do, you they are, do you reckon they asked him? It was like, right, so we really need to sort of self-evaluate. So <laughs> you need to write two good things you've been doing this term and then so, something you need to work on. Yeah. Oh, I've done well in maths. I think I have just too many friends. It's like yeah. when you go to a job interview and they go, so what's your biggest weakness? It's like it's that sort of classic kind of apprentice arrogance. Yeah. Where they're like, well, I just sort of feel like I'm too hardworking. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, just too yeah, yeah. switched on. I can't switch off. <laughs> Among these were many well-known rascals who cared not a jot for study or success. The teacher warned him each day, and even the good fairy repeated to him many times, Take care, Pinocchio. Those bad companions will sooner or later make you lose your love for study. Some day they will lead you astray. There's no such danger, answered the marionette, shrugging his shoulders and pointing to his forehead, as if to say, I'm too wise. So it happened that one day, 
As he was walking to school, he met some boys who ran up to him and said, Have you heard the news? No. A shark as big as a mountain has been seen near the shore. Big shark. Uh. Really? I wonder if it could be the same one I heard of when my father was drowned. We are going to see it. Are you coming? No, not I. I must go to school. What do you care about school? You can go there tomorrow. With a lesson more or less, we are always the same donkeys. Oh, is that where the donkeys come in? Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense. Do you remember the boys who turn into donkeys? We might be getting... These might be the boys. Pinocchio's finally going to get a bit of ass. (laughs) (laughs) Your your face there, David. You're just like, oh, across the line. (laughs) No, I didn't. (laughs) <laughs> this is where this is where I drift. I drift. I drift onto the line, and I dance upon it. That's it. <laughs> you river dance upon it. <laughs> yeah, I river dance upon that line. <laughs> I am the line. I invented the line. And what will the teacher say? Let him talk. He is paid to grumble all day long. And my mother? Mothers don't know anything. Answered those scamps. Do you know what I'll do? said Pinocchio. For certain reasons of mine, I too want to see that shark. But I'll go after school. I can see him then as well as now. Poor simpleton, cried one of the boys. Do you think that a fish of that size will stand there waiting for you? He turns and off he goes and no one will ever be the wiser. How long does it take to get from here to the shore? Asked the marionette. One hour there and back. That's a long way. Two miles. Mm. Let's see who gets there first, cried Pinocchio. At the signal, the little troop with books under their arms dashed across the fields. Pinocchio led the way, running as if on wings, the others following as fast as they could. Now and again, he looked back and seeing his followers hot and tired and with tongues hanging out, He laughed out heartily. Unhappy boy. If he had only known then the dreadful things that were to happen to him on account of his disobedience. End of chapter. That's the first bit of like, oh, little, I like, he's not done that. Mm. Just going, oh, little do you know. And it's great. He's getting, he's, he's put together. He's now popular. And now he's smug. And it's like, oh, delicious. Let me eat it with ice cream. You are going down. You're just waiting for the fall. Yeah, it's definitely waiting for the fall. So this band of boys might be this band of boys that end up at the fun fair thing where they end up getting turned into donkeys and put in the crates and carted off to. I never quite worked out where they were carted off to in the film. I don't know if it was like um, the petting zoo or something. I don't know. The donkey sanctuary. <laughs> and then there'll be a Christmas advert. <laughs> of just these orphan boys as donkeys. Yeah. Brilliant. So we'll find out if this is the same band as it's in the film. They've not specified any of these boys. They've not given them any of them their own individuality or character names or anything. So they just do seem to be sort of one entity. Mm-hmm. Um so it'll be interesting to see if like one of them then sort of uh, sort of separates from the group and becomes more of a friend mm. and, and less of an annoyance or 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 a sort of a, a 
uh, bad influence. Yeah. It'd be hard for him not to be that to be an annoyance with that voice we've assigned. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Well, I, I kind of said that in the vague hope that that would happen, and then we'd go, oh, well, now that Robert is a separate character, let's no. give him a yeah. different voice. No, no, we have so not Okay. Well, that's left it very open-ended in terms of what could happen next week. Yeah. Very uh, much so. I'm trying to kind of think of what, because I'm like, is are, are they are they going to get to the shark next week? Or, I don't know, are the assassins going to turn up again? Uh, who knows? <gasps> or maybe it's a, tra- I, I mean, it could be a trap. That would be great. Mm. Well, I think we're in this territory now. Mini blub, mini blub, mini blub. What, what is happening? What is happening? happening? Right, you're first this time. The boys and Pinocchio go to the shore and discover a big shark that is scary and is going to do bad stuff. Playing safe. Are you going to play safe, Matt? On the way to the shark, the boys are accosted by a man who loads them into a wagon. Okay. Well, I'll just, I'll just lay it out on the table. David can have a, a 50th. As the as we do have Pinocchio and the boys involved, uh, Matt can have twice that twenty uh, fifth, um, just because something untoward happens, which I suppose does involve a certain degree of carting away. Oh, chapter twenty seven's mini blurb mm-hmm. reads thus: <clears throat> the great battle between Pinocchio and his playmates. One is wounded. Pinocchio is arrested. What? <laughs> I don't. I can't. I can't keep up with this. The book. great it's battle blues. between Pinocchio and his plate. There's been no setup for a battle. No, they've gotten on really well. Or it just turns out there's actually ten thousand kids, <laughs> like marching over the hill, like the riders of Rohan, like a Lord of the Rings last yeah. stand. <laughs> It actually turns out that with three and a half clicks, the Blue Fairy can muster an army mm. of boys. <laughs> Come on, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Careful, know why boys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we know Pinocchio's pretty good in a fight. He's got hard feet. He's got hard elbows. He can take a stab. He's going to be pretty good. I do wonder what's going to kick this off. What do you think has sparked this violence between the boys? Do you reckon a pretty girl's involved? Can I make a prediction? Yeah, I never get go to on, go that. for it. I reckon it's going to kick off uh, because one of the boys is going to be like playing silly beggars and like teasing around with Pinocchio, kick him in the balls. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen because he hasn't got <laughs> anything down there. And then Pinocchio is going to kick him back and be like, ha ha, ah, I don't have anything. So that's why it doesn't hurt. <laughs> Pull, pulls down his trousers and just like, yeah. Just goes, yeah. And I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And just then all the boys take the mickey out of him for having no dingle. And they all get him out. And <laughs> No dingle! No dingle dangle. And that's what sets him off on his rampage. A schlongetti yeah. western. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Uh, uh, oh, no, I've done the, I've done the, the best joke I've ever done. Oh, it's got so many layers. It's got it's got callbacks of the entire series. Oh, it couldn't be I better. Am, I am one. on it today, and I'm I'm, I'm not ashamed to say it. <laughs> you got to just go for it on the days when you're on it. <laughs> that's it. So if you've got any thoughts or opinions on this chapter, you can message us on thelazybookclub at gmail dot com, or go onto the Twitter sphere. That one with the little blue bird. Our handle is at lazybookclubpod. I wish Instagram had a little animal as well. But we're on there at Lazy Book Club Pod. (laughs) 
Thank you so much for listening. Please do continue to like, review and share the podcast. It's always nice. Yeah. Five, five stars. It's always nice when people tell others about this nonsense and then we end up getting little messages here and there saying, oh yeah, really enjoying it. So that's always very nice. Also, if you haven't been in the habit of listening beyond the jingle music, oh, yeah. probably underscoring us right now, I would recommend it even go back a few episodes because we started doing this whole little little, little outro sort of blooper thing. I started putting some outtakes in just as a laugh and kind of ended up keeping it. It all started with that made up conversation between the cinema man and oh, yeah. the X Factor yeah. man. And that kind of kicked it, it all off. So if you don't know what conversation I'm talking about, it's because you don't listen all the way to the end. So Just go back to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the hot tip this week, go back over the last few weeks and, and cut all the way to the end and have a little listen after the music starts because you might find some little Easter eggs in there that you probably will enjoy. A linguistic oh, yeah. literary dessert. Mm-hmm. Stop it. So tune in next week for The Battle of the Boys. <laughs> and <laughs> Pinocchio getting in trouble with the popo once again. We'll see you there. Bye. You should just use your key phrase, oh, homie, again. Oh, homie. (laughs) And he's back in the game. (laughs) Back in the game. (laughs) <laughs> what were you doing? No, it was, kissing you. It was her hand. It wasn't her jugs. <laughs> Motorboat. Imagine what the boys said when they saw a marionette under the classroom. No, I can't read. Under the classroom. Been a long day. Under the classroom. That's what happened. <laughs> hey kids, want to buy some candy? <laughs> Pinocchio was being told to be the stilts yeah. of this mobile classroom. It's my budget cuts. Okay, good. Start again. Shut up. Do it properly. <laughs> ah. <laughs>